I used to be one of those pretentious individuals who wouldn't believe anything that isn't proven with evidence and facts. I didn't believe in God, aliens, or encrypteds. It seemed like the easiest way to have a realistic view of things. Common sense, as they call it. I would usually laugh at those people who claim to have seen something that is not defined in books. I thought of them as attention seekers, or stupid believers, or any other demeaning titles that conveniently put me above them as a person who knows better. But that was until the day came that I nearly got killed by something an all-knowing smug like me didn't believe in. Nobody could deny the existence of something that almost took their life. Like the golden question that is asked to people I used to laugh at. How could I prove that what I saw was real? Well, simple answer, I can't. How could I make other people believe it? Proving their existence won't even be a thought when you're inches away from the hands that could tear up your flesh effortlessly. All you would think of is to run away, and I learned that the hard way. The unpleasant encounter I had wouldn't have happened if I didn't leave the city, and I just had to get away from what was once home, or else I would have killed somebody. I just bought a puppy for my ex-girlfriend. She always wanted one, and I was planning to surprise her with it. But when I arrived at our apartment and snuck through the window to surprise her, I saw her having sex with another man on our sofa. Needless to say, I smashed the guy's face in until he bled, and instead of apologizing, she kicked me out. We lived together for three years, but she cheated on me. I had a lot of things to say, but my throat was clenched as I held in my tears. And overwhelmed with hatred and sadness, I just drove away without any place to go. I just wanted to get away from her in the city as far as I could. You see, I wasn't thinking clearly. Being drunk almost the entire time played a fair part on the matter. I just went wherever the roads would take me. I wanted to forget what I saw, and it seemed I released all my rage on the pedal. I spent days on the road with the same miserable routine, sulking and drowning myself with weed and alcohol. I slept in the car at night, or more like passing out, then continued driving on the next day and so on and so forth. I even forgot that there was a puppy in my bag until I tossed the bottle in the back seat and the thing barked. I always used that bag to beat up the asshole who slept with my ex. It's a good thing I didn't. The time I eventually decided to stop was when I came by a stunning view of a dense forest peeking through the empty road. The view was so serene and strangely inviting that I just had to stop. I desperately needed some peace of mind. So the place just looked perfect for me to relax, at least for a brief moment. Little did I know, it was a territory of an unwelcoming creature unknown to most people. I stepped out of the car and sat on the hood. I grabbed the poor little puppy and fed it, and it stayed beside me. I stared at this magnificent view of the dense forest as I contemplated. 
It was a breathtaking scenery of incredibly tall and thick trees with the condensed fog covering the half of what my sight could reach. And the forest appeared endless from where I was. There was something eerily calming about it. I lit up a fat joint and attempted to think ahead. You know, about what I should do next and where I should go. Hell, I didn't even know where I was at the time. All I knew was I'm hundreds of miles away from this city. So, somewhere where I wanted to be, wherever this place was. Now, amidst the serenity of that moment, a vehicle suddenly broke out of the silence. It was a police car and it was heading my way, and it started to slow down as they got closer. I panicked a little and threw my joint away and tried to get rid of the thick smoke I was belching out. They parked just in front of me, blocking my path. Three of them stepped out of the vehicle, and two of them immediately stared at me as if they were trying to identify who I was. One of them was staring at the car, IDing it as well. In my mind, with their stares, I knew that I wouldn't like where this was going. The stench of marijuana was still around me, and the back seat of my car was filled with cans and bottles of alcohol. As the officers were getting closer, I tried to grab my puppy to put him back inside the car, and I must have grabbed him too aggressively. My dog lashed out and struggled to get out of my hands, and, well, he ran away. He immediately ran off the road and slid on the steep slope heading to the forest grounds. As I tried to call him back, I realized I hadn't even given him a name yet. I just yelled and shouted random names. At that time, that nameless dog was the only thing I had for company. The officers called me out, ordering me not to move. And they must have thought I was trying to run away or something. I was trying to tell them that I needed to get my puppy back, as they were only a couple of steps away from me. But they weren't listening. They weren't even willing to listen at all, and I was kind of getting pissed. Before they got the chance to grab me, I jumped over the rail and slid down the steep embankment. I wanted to retrieve my dog, and it was all that mattered at that moment. The hell with the police officers. I was depressed and stoned with a hangover and a stinging headache. I couldn't care less about their petty legal concerns. But that arrogant decision that I deeply regret now had led me to something that I would never forget as long as I live. I struggled to try and stay on my feet, but I still ended up tumbling down the embankment. The officers followed me with their guns unholstered as they commanded me to stop, which was pretty stupid. I was tumbling down, it was obviously out of my control. I thought to myself as I was bearing the stones and branches scraping my body. The lack of observation skills of these officers were quite alarming. Surely there must be other policemen that weren't socially dysfunctional to say the least. Or so I hoped. I finally stopped rolling when I hit a tree. My clothes were thrashed and I had scratches all over my arms and face. I saw the three officers persistently following me. Two of them also ended up tumbling down. I found myself running through the forest, 
as I was still shouting out random names in hopes of calling my dog back. But the forest was just too dense, and he could have been anywhere by then. I couldn't waste my time. The three police following me would soon catch up, so I chose a path and went where my guts told me to go. The officers were still ordering me to stop. They were just a few feet away by then, and so I had to run. The point of getting there was to retrieve my dog, but I ended up trying to get away from the police. However, they started calling out my name, and I was wondering how they knew who I was. So I grew a bit suspicious of their objective. I ran and ran without having an idea of where I was heading. Being a runner of track in high school helped me gain a decent gap from the police officers. After a long while of running and hiding while still trying to look around for my puppy inside the thick forest that seemed endless, I heard gunfire from afar. It came from the direction of the police officers. I first suspected that they were shooting to call me out, but more gunfire followed shortly after. It was clear that they were shooting at somebody or something, and then it went strangely silent. The calling and shooting just stopped altogether, and I stayed behind a tree a while before I decided to carefully retrace my steps to find out what happened, and the officers seemed to have disappeared. At first, I thought that they might have given up pursuit and finally realized that I wasn't worth it. But then I saw something on the ground. There were drops of blood. They were attacked and somebody obviously got wounded. Around the same spot were few huge pieces of rock scattered about. I looked around closely, but there was nobody there. And several feet away from the first blood drops, there was more. Still, no one there. And more rocks were laid nearby. Fear started to crawl up my spine as I wondered what could have happened. But what I found intriguing was the drops of blood had a significant distance from one another. There weren't any trails like what would be left if a bleeding person moved from one place to another. There were separate sets of blood, but where were the bodies? Were they able to get away? Who attacked them? Questions flooded my mind as I started to freak out. I grew paranoid. Every sound made by the leaves and the wind were making me turn my head rapidly as I shuddered. And yet, there was another one. Just a few feet away from the blood drops I previously saw. As I stared at it for a brief moment, a new drop came falling down on the same spot. It came from above. It came from the trees. As I raised my head with the terrifying thought of what I might see, I saw the dead body of an officer hanging high on the branch of the tall tree. With this shocking discovery, I looked back on the previous set of blood drops, and there I also saw the body of the other police hanging high from the ground. Judging from what I saw, the drops of blood I came across first probably had the same situation. Profoundly terrified, my knees gave up on me and I fell to the ground. As I tried to get back on my feet, 
collecting my senses to get away from this place as fast as I could, I heard a sudden thud from above. Just right next to the tree in front of me, the one that was just right behind me, something appeared. I turned my head and looked up, and there I saw the most terrifying thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Lying on the branch of the tree just above me was a massive being. This creature was several feet above me, but I could easily tell that he was significantly bigger than me. It had extremely long arms, disproportionate with his body. It had a thick, long tail that was moving quite oddly. It looked like a spider monkey from where I was, but no spider monkey could ever grow that big. The thick branch it was standing on was dwarfed by its size. As I tried to get away, the creature threw a huge rock in my path. It could have hit my head if I moved another inch further, and I tried to run the other way, but it was then that this creature started to rain down rocks directly at me. A huge piece hit my leg and instantly broke the bone in two, disabling me to run. I covered my head as I desperately struggled to drag myself away, but then it suddenly stopped. This foul beast seemed to know that there was nothing else I could do. It knew that I was helpless, it knew that I was frail. As my line of sight was currently blocked by my arm, I heard another thud in front of me. There, I finally had a clear and very close view of this freak of nature standing right before me. This monster was covered in charcoal black fur. Must have been standing 10 or 11 feet tall, looking down at me arrogantly with its red eyes set deep as blood drips from its fangs. Instead of looking like a monkey, its prominent facial features strangely looked more like a human's. Its huge hands had extremely long fingers with sharp nails. It was nothing like any other animal that I had ever known. I couldn't even tell if this being was an animal at all, since it wasn't behaving as such. And what baffled me the most was the thing that rose behind it. I suddenly heard a subtle hiss of a snake, as if this monster standing right in front of me wasn't enough yet. What well, could be worse, but to have another threatening creature come around. But I wasn't exactly right then. As the thick tail of this otherworldly beast curled up from behind it, another of its terrifyingly astonishing features was revealed. The tail, which was strangely moving before, as if it had a life of its own, seemed to be a different creature as a whole. The thick tail, which was covered with deep black scales, rather than fur, revealed itself as it slowly rose its head and opened its mouth. It was a huge black serpent, serving the beast as a tail. This was incredibly preposterous, I thought. How could such a being exist in this world amongst us? I was rejecting the thought of what was standing right in front of me. Of course, disbelieving wouldn't save me from this imminent bitter fate that fell upon me. 
This unconceivable fiend raised his hand with his eyes still looked on to me with such a piercing and belittling stare. The black serpent suddenly spat out a rock onto its master's hand. It then stretched its ridiculously long arm backwards, as if it was about to throw this rock at me with all its might. But it didn't. It was bluffing, just insulting me. It wanted to see how scared I was. And I was indeed petrified beyond belief. He just killed three guys with guns and hanged them on the branches of the trees. I had a broken leg and shattered faith. What could I possibly do? Nothing. The creature moved closer and closer quite slowly, cherishing every moment of its upcoming kill. I just gave up resisting, awaiting my death in the hands of this being that I couldn't possibly believe in, as it slowly extended its arm towards me, as if it were about to grab me by the neck like a helpless little prey. A small sound unexpectedly distracted the both of us. It was my puppy, fearlessly barking at this monster that was about to kill me. I was surprised. I felt so glad that he was alive, and so I yelled at him to run away in order to stay that way. I screamed at him to run, but he was mindlessly persistent. He kept barking and barking with his sharp, slightly irritating yet adorable voice. But then I heard the black serpent flicking its green tongue. It was sizing him up and it was about to attack. Before this green-tongued snake was even able to make a move, I grabbed a bigger piece of rock and threw it as hard as I could, and I got the beast's attention back at me, and I was certain that I would be killed then. But as it was about to grab me, with its hand just a few inches away from my face, a gunshot from afar grazed its arm, and more followed shortly. Four officers arrived along with two canines. One of the officers that was killed must have called for backup before he met his fate. These officers brought bigger guns, and the beast started to hinder as it took quite a few hits. Luckily, it decided to flee the scene. It hastily climbed back up the tree, grabbed the closest dead officer from the next one, and it ran away. It jumped from tree to tree with such an incredible speed. With its size, even the officers that just arrived were shocked at how fast it could move. Even the fast-moving canines failed to reach it in time. I couldn't believe that I was actually rescued. They were able to know where I was, with the empty police car up the embankment and my puppy barking. They tried to search for the creature after they rescued me and retrieved the other two bodies that remained on the branches of the trees, but they failed. There wasn't any trace of its blood despite receiving gunshots. They asked me what it was, so I told them exactly what I saw. They have seen it themselves as well, but they still didn't believe most of what I said. They just asked me if I was under the influence of drugs, which I was a few hours before the incident happened, so of course I would deny it. 
They also saw the huge amount of bottles and cans of alcohol inside my car, which didn't help with the plausibility of my statement at all. I couldn't blame them. I mean, who would believe me? This tall, intelligent black beast with the face of a human and a big snake for a tail is a thing of fantasies comparable to mythology and demonology. There is no single, sane soul that would believe me with complete sincerity, unless they have seen this thing as close as I did as well. If only my puppy could talk. We were the only two who managed to survive that very unexpected encounter. The officers who rescued us said in their reports that it was a spider monkey that must have grown relatively bigger due to the size of the forest with its rich availability of food source. An animal attack that unfortunately led to the death of three officers, with one that they failed to retrieve. Well, they weren't exactly wrong, I suppose. Apparently, these officers who passed away tracked me down because the car I used was reported stolen. You see, it kind of slipped my mind that the car that me and my ex bought was titled to her alone, and she reported that I stole it. I did my research after the incident, though. You see, I found out that the existence of this thing is somewhat known at the nearest town, closest to that forest. My ego was telling me to get back there all prepared as I could possibly be, and try to hunt for it in order to prove its existence. But the sane and reasonable side of me that was able to survive this unpleasant encounter is also telling me that it would be an incredibly stupid thing to do. Even the local hunters avoid this area, apparently. Very few reports were recorded about the sightings of a tall monkey-like creature, which they referred to as the Black Forest Demon. Some named it the Snake-Tailed Black Demon, which to me sounded pretty self-explanatory. They also claimed that the number of reports would have been doubled, or even tripled, if only all the witnesses managed to survive the encounter. It seemed that a lot of people that went inside that thick forest were often never seen again aside from the bears that were known to roam the area, and the vastness of this forest that one could easily get lost in. This unknown creature that practically rules over everything there is the greatest threat that only a handful of people knew about. I was saved by a little puppy that had no name. Well, he has one now, and I treat him like a hero. It was sheer luck that I'm still even alive. Even I couldn't believe it myself, and that thing that shouldn't exist just toyed with my life. With that said, I couldn't care less what people say. It's not every day that one would encounter a beast beyond the non-fictional books, and straight out from nightmares and fantasies. It will make you believe in things that you didn't even bother to think of. If you are lucky, or rather unlucky enough to have this encounter with one of those kinds, just pray that you get out of it alive. There are things out there that will make you question what you know. Realizing this will put you in your place. Because you're just a speck of life inside this big, vast world.